What's going on, family? Make sure you get over to the regular network on YouTube, man. We started a new venture, man. It's a great network. We have great content. Get over, support, subscribe, share, comment, like everything you see, man. Uh, what's going on, people, man? We are back for another edition of Expanding Culture with Kilo. I got, I got a special guest on here for this edition. We got Lex Luther, rep in New York City, Staten Island. Is Staten Island one of the boroughs? It's not one of the boroughs, is it? Yes, sir. It is one of them? Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and the Bronx. The Bronx, okay. I was thinking about it. So Long Island is not one of them. Staten Island is for sure a borough. Yeah, Mike P. got to figure it out. Okay. Can you give a brief introduction of yourself, man? You know, you know if you want to toot your own horn, you can. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. No, nah, I mean, you know, uh, I don't I don't feel like going too in depth like that. I own iBattle TV. I develop the biggest and the best battle rappers on planet Earth, um, whether it's from King of the Dot or RBE or Don't Flop or URL TV. Chances are some of those top battlers have come from iBattle TV. Um, most recently, Kid Slade, um, Real Sick, um, Anderson Burris and Mr. Biscuit. That's fire, man. Well, that is big. It's big to be. Do, would you consider it like a farming league or you look to help um, launch battlers to uh, that next level? Is that what you look to do? Or are you looking at like to um, find people to help grow? I battle yeah. to the point of like a, like a URL competitor. Um, I mean, you know, I'm definitely not in this for competition, but whatever happens naturally happens. Right. Right. Um, and as far as my goals go. Um, it's not really my goal to get anybody on a major platform or like, you know, like, yeah, I would love for people to go on URL and King of the Dot and, you know, even more like wiling out and stuff like that. I would love that. But to be honest, um, my main goal is just to run a positive community um, and get a, give a lot of these younger kids a, a positive outlet. You know, if I can keep one kid off the streets from gangbanging or doing drugs, you know, mission accomplished for me. So that's pretty much my goal right here. Um, you know, to have the battle rap community have a positive impact on my own community. That's fine. So pretty much like what, what would you consider your introduction in the battle rap as a fan? Like, tell me as a fan first and as a battler, then as a business owner. Um, like my personal introduction to battle rap as a fan. Yep. Um, I was flicking through the channels when I was in. I want to say seventh grade or eighth grade. And I, I came across Fight Club and I saw Nems versus O'Solo. And that was um, my first introduction to battle rap. And after that, we used to, uh, you know, we used to sell like the bootleg DVDs in school and shit like that, like bootleg mixtapes. And um, I would always like take an extra smack DVD to bring home, you know what I mean? Like to catch like verse verse gin or um, T-Rex and uh, Uncasa, like those were big battles for me, especially like Mook and Sirius Jones, I feel like might not have been like my first battle that I saw, but that's the first time I saw a battle where I'm like, yo, I think I have to do this. You know what I mean? I'm like, I feel like, I feel like all battlers get the same itch as far as like watching a battle being like, I have to at least try, you know? And for me, my introduction was Nems and Osolo and then I quickly came across T-Rex and Uncasa and then Sirius Jones and Murder Mook. And then, you know, it was all uphill from there. 
Yeah, those are some of my favorite battles. Well, I would say Mook and Sirius and uh, T-Rex and Unkasa. I just, uh, Rex and Unkasa battle was, I would, it's probably not my favorite, but it's my most memorable one. Cause it's the one that mm-hmm. I probably played the most as a, as a young dude coming up. And just in my head, I really don't even have to play it. I just remember everything about the battle. Like, For me, that's like one of the top five most impactful battles of all time. Yep. Yep. Seeing, seeing a young kid, like he was what, 16 years old, battling like an industry artist and beating yeah. him like that is just crazy. I also remember watching Iron Solomon in shirt and tie for the first time, which is like, you know, for lack of better words, the first time I've seen somebody that looks like me doing battle rap, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm like, yo, this guy is crazy. I remember he had the um, the three-piece suit line and it being like, holy shit, these guys are so fucking creative. You know what I mean? And Iron Solomon was mixing in like freestyles with his writtens back then and I just I was able to tell at a young age that he was weaving in between the two mm-hmm. and to me like that was really uh compelling you know I'm like yo I, I gotta be able to do that I'm gonna beat Iron Solomon one day <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I mean right that's what's your ethnic background um I'm Syrian and Irish okay okay so yeah you don't have a whole lot of representation in the battle rap space there no not really I mean disaster was a big um, representation for, I guess, like Middle Eastern battlers, but mm-hmm. he's super crazy. So real sick's doing a really good job. <laughs> yeah, know? real sick. Real sick is fire too. Man. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, and I'm glad that um, was that the last battle, or might might have been a battle before that, where he really gave a good shout out to I battle. He was like, "Yeah, I was on you, Dub, but y'all didn't push me the way it should have been pushed. It was yeah. Lex and I battle is the reason I'm here right now." Yeah, I definitely remember watching you dub back then and wondering, I was because Rad B was getting all the big battles back then. And he wasn't really like that crazy to me. And I was at the events, I'm like, how the fuck is this guy getting all these big battles? He's battling like Charlie Clips and all these mm-hmm. big people. And then I wind up finding Real Sick and I'm like, bro, they've been giving all these battles to Rad B and they had Real Sick the whole time. Fire. You know, so, but so that's that that was him in Arsenal, yeah. So then that'll lead right in. Oh, okay, yeah, that was that makes sense. So then that lead right into the question of what made you get into the business side of battle rap as a as an owner. Um, damn, if I'm gonna be honest, like there was a couple different things. Like, um I would say the main one is I mean, to really like not get too in depth, but I was on the run for a little while and, um, you know, I was in Canada doing, you know, laying low, doing my thing. And, um, one of my peoples, you know, told me, he was like, yo man, you know, you here all the time with me, you chilling all the time, you a battler. And he was a league owner. Shout out to, uh, Chris Kane and beast mode out in Toronto. Um, he was like, you know, he's, was one of my best friends and he's like yo you're a battler you have all these connections why don't you help me run beast mode while you're in canada right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because my 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 friend out there he was a league owner but he didn't really have too much battle rap experience especially outside of toronto right and me being from new york i had that like and not only am i from new york i'm part of team homie so i have like my resources and connections are endless and I was from iBattle, you know what I mean? So anyways, while I was out there, he's like, if you could really help me, you know, get this league off the ground, um, 
I'd really appreciate it. And that was my dog. And I started running beast mode and the battlers I found on beast mode were franchise who wound up being a big battler on URL. Um, Joey Gambello, who wound up being a big battler on King of the Dot and Dunch, who is first place on the King of the Dot East Coast division right now. Okay. You know, so when when I wound up moving back to New York, um, we had transitioned from Beast Mode to then I Battle because I Battle was my home league, but it was defunct at the time. My my old league owner wasn't able to keep running I Battle. So when I moved back to the States, I basically grabbed up the torch with everything that I learned from running Beast Mode and I put everything into gear with I Battle full strength. Mm -hmm. Some of this stuff I know a little bit. I watched you on um, my expert opinion with Math Hoffa or Math Hoffa's expert opinion. Mm -hmm. And you said you bought the company, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, he, the, the, the previous league owner is like my big brother. You know what I'm saying? And like, I know how much hard work that he put into it. And I knew that he wasn't going to be able to keep running it. And I just didn't want to be on some like, just give it to me shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially right. since I knew that he had hardships at the time, right. you know? So I felt like at, just out of respect and, you know, proper business etiquette to purchase it and get a proper bill of sale. Make an offer. And, right. And that's one of my favorite, like, parts of the whole story, because you don't really hear about battle rap companies being acquired. And mm -hmm. that's major. You hear you, now with this whole caffeine URL and switch king of the dot thing, you kind of hear about this like merging or licensing for like live rights or, you know, pay-per-view, I guess, um, live streaming rights. Mm -hmm. But you actually acquired a company in mm -hmm. Battle Rap. And what year was that when you acquired it? What, 2013 or what? Um, I Battle started up in 2013. I would say I purchased it around 2015 or 2016. Okay, yeah, because that was kind so of- I Battle was I Battle was the first platform that put like money into my career and a lot of friends of mine, like City Towers and Bangs and E. Farrell, like they're all some of my best friends. So it just felt right. Like we were booking these battlers anyway, and it was just so natural, you know what I'm saying? And it's very rare in battle rap that natural things happen. It's everything's so forced nowadays, you know, especially yeah. just like for marketing and branding purposes. They're just like forcing shit. And um, it just seemed like the right thing to do. Um, um in my out even outside of battle rap but just in my business mind period I, i'm big on mergers and acquisitions like you don't always have to start up a competing company you can just right. buy into the company that you already like the way it's running if it's available and you found one that was available and you bought into it and that's amazing to me i think you know that's hard body and i, I wanted to get into something you said on twitter because i was like oh this is perfect for, for mm -hmm. what the type of conversations i like to have uh, you said, um, sorry, let me pull up the tweet real quick. Uh, you tweeted, all I battle was missing is some serious funding. Once I get the bag, flipping and tumbling, game over. Insert, insert coin, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like now you acquire the company and so you understand how scale works and you're like, mm -hmm. now we need that funding to go to the next level. So as, as a battle rap company, I like to call y'all companies really instead of leagues because y'all really are companies for real. How, right. What what type of how would a battle rap company even go about acquiring some type of funding or, or looking for investors like that? I mean, it really depends. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, battle rap 
um, platforms are really multifaceted. Like, yes, they could be called leagues. They could be companies. They could be circuits. They could be communities. You know what I mean? Like, so really in that sense, um, it being that multifaceted and a company being able to wear that many hats, we, we apply to a lot of different brands, you know, like it should be very easy for uh, a brand like iBattle to be able to get a, a liquor sponsorship. We're all drinking on footage, right? right? It should be very easy for us to get a, an entourage or a um, Swisher Sweet sponsorship. We're all on camera smoking. Right. Um, I think it's about acquiring it. The major thing is, you know, a, a is making sure that your analytics are up to par. So when they come to you and they say, OK, how much money do you need and what are you going to use it for? You know, so you have to have everything ready for them in that sense. Um, but at the moment, uh, with the way that URL and King of the Dot is, is if you want to get in bed with the battle rap community, you kind of can't at the moment as an outside company because URL has exclusive rights with Caffeine. King of the Dot has exclusive rights with Twitch. Um, you almost can't really fuck with these people unless you want to go through Twitch or Caffeine, right? Um, which will obviously inf inflate the price. Um, so we're in a pretty good situation right now. You know, I Personally, my goal is I would love to have some streaming rights um, given to Adult Swim or somebody like that. Somebody that's very like in my ballpark as far as creativity and, um, you know, demographic, you know, um, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to as far as uh, sponsorships and funding and things like that go. So what, so what does the process look like? Are you having to go get a business manager or like an advertising agency to, to link you with these brands or companies to, for these type of I mean, I might just pull, I'm from Staten Island, man. I might just pull some Wu-Tang shit and show up to Adult Swim in Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I might just show up there with my app and, and, and show them what we do, you know? Um, we've had some of the biggest moments in Battle Rap this year. Um, granted, a lot of our fans are, are iBattle fans, not URL fans, but we've had a lot of interaction from Method Man being at our events and tweeting about us to uh, Mark Henry following us from wrestling and, and tweeting the rebuttal that moment. And, uh, you know, homeschool getting picked up in the air and the AEW wrestlers tweeting about it. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of big viral moments this year. So I'm kind of looking forward to what happens in the future. I respect that. You're in a good position, really. I know you said that a lot of outside companies that they want, if they want to get in, they kind of had to go through these two companies. But I, I do think there's somewhat of a ceiling on that. We know Twitch has a lot of restrictions on what they'll allow on their platform, right? They'll just cut mm -hmm. you, kick you completely off the platform. And then Caffeine is having an issue getting users on there. Pretty much mm -hmm. it's being driven, like the whole platform is being driven by battle rap fans right now. And mm -hmm. a lot of them is saying like, put this stuff on YouTube. Like, so right. if there's like a barrier there, I think somebody, a lot of y'all are in a good position to break through and get the right partner. Like if you say Adult Swim, just imagine a battle league getting with Adult Swim, mm -hmm. you would blow up bigger than the other leagues. Right. And I, I think swimmers. we're also on the same wavelength as far as these matchups would go. Like I would love to, I mean, some of these matchups push limits, limitations, and maybe a little uncomfortable for some people, but I feel like that's what battle rap is. Like, you know, using that language barrier to break down walls and be able to articulate and communicate things better to each other, you know? 
And I would love to do some type of like, um, you know, Christian battler versus Satanist on Adult Swim. Like they would eat that shit up. If you get, if you set up, you know who Hallahan is from uh, King of the Dot? If you set up Hallahan and Oops, right? You have Oops, who is a city councilman after the Ferguson riots. And then you have Hallahan, who's a fucking glorified skinhead with an iron eagle on his back. You know, I would love to put complete opposites in the ring against each other and just see what happens, man. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, and I think, and I think the, I think the whole world would want to see that. I think it's just more so about finding genuine characters in battle rap, but not only genuine characters, ones that are able to articulate their personality and, you know, word them into a bar format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And a lot of the content from the battlers that you prefer and put on our battle are more in line with what I think a larger audience would watch. Right. Not always, you know, it's, it, I think you had a scheme on a, one of those battles you, you just recently posted uh, on your on your Twitter. You know, you had the whole shell, you, you, you get your wings with the shell. Uh, yeah, war turtle, yeah. You yeah. blast toys, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. That that type of stuff will resonate because that that is gun bars. Mm-hmm. But then, because so it fits the battle rap community and then it's also mm-hmm. Pokemon. So right. now you you get everybody globally that's in the Pokemon. That's how I I mean that's how I got my name up in battle rap. Like that's how I was able to blow up as I was doing that in a era where that was unacceptable. Like a lot of my first battles were like hosted by like Swave Seva and like Head Ice and shit like that. And I started battling in you know Brooklyn and Harlem and the Bronx and here I was a Staten Island kid showing up rapping about Power Rangers you know what I mean but I would flip it in a way to where it was undeniable and even if a guy like Head Ice has never seen Power Rangers he gets it Mm -hmm. you know so I feel like I've cultivated my own fan base with my style which I was able to transition into a iBattleTV following that's fire, man. Uh, so talk, talk to me about developing an app, though, because that's big, that's big time stuff right there. Well, we were reached out to um, by uh, a company that develops apps and also hosts, you know, live streaming and stuff like that. And we, we were made an offer. Um, they basically said that they're familiar with URL. They're, you know, they're familiar with King of the Dot and um, they love our content. Um, that they watch it personally, that we had uh, somebody who works in their office showed them our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you know, we'll develop this app for you. We'll keep up the maintenance and we'll partner with you on it um, for this percent every every quarter, right? Um, and it's been, it's been working fire since, man. Like, I really didn't think that when they approached us that the app would be as good as it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just downloaded the Eventbrite app for these tickets that we have going on. And like, even our app is better than that. That's like a multi-million dollar company. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so um, I'm very pleased with it, man. And I'm, I'm very blessed to have been approached um, by those people and um, to have the battlers in my league be so um, well-rounded and versatile that we're able to reach these different markets to where we have these types of blessings. That's fire, man. 
I'm, I'm not going to keep you too much longer. I do want to get into your predictions for till death do us part. But before we do that, can you get, can you tell everybody where we can find you and how we can download the app and what's your next event uh, for iBattle? Um, you can follow iBattle at iBattle promo on Twitter or Instagram. We pretty much have all of our event updates on there. All of our announcements go up on there. Um, our event schedule is on there. Pretty much everything you want to see. Um, the app is iBattle TV in the app store. Um, we have a subscription-based app for pay-per-views that we have weekly, if not bi-weekly. Um, basically, there was the time in Battle Rap where people were really sick of paying um, $50 for pay-per-views. Um, I know I was. I'm sure you were. Um, it got really tiring, and I was like, all right, I spent fucking $300 this month mm -hmm. on, on Battle Rap pay-per-views, you know? Um, so we were able to make this subscription base for our fan base instead of selling them consistent $30 pay-per-views three, four times a month. We just made it $25 a month for everything. Right. And, um, you know, we have, you know, three to six events a month. Right. So, um, our fans are definitely happy. Y'all killing it, man. Y'all killing it. All right. I appreciate it. Do you want anybody following your, your, your personal Twitter or anything or just keep it to I battle? Just keep the eye battle. You know, you don't, you don't got to follow me. I'll be wiling. You got to fire a page, man. You know, I follow you. Appreciate All it, right. man. All right, so let's get into the predictions, man. Uh, let's start at Pat State versus Real Sick, man. Who you going? Um, this is a tough battle for me, man. That's, uh, Pat Stay is one of my big bros, man. Like when I first came into battle rap and I started going to the King of the Dot events, which is where I made my bones at, he was the big dog. You know, he was the big dog. He sold all the tickets, thousands of them. You know, uh, it's just crazy to watch big bro get little bro. And like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, mm -hmm. like I've heard some of six material and like I, I can't even believe it's happening more than like reacting, you know, because one thing is sick was like a very um aggressive battler and was always very multi-heavy when he was on UW. But when he came to iBattle, he definitely was able to tap into the humorous side of his style and was like, you know, now that I'm not in Newark at UW and I'm in Staten Island at iBattle, I could tell some jokes. I could be kind of funny here, you know? Mm -hmm. And um I think that really helped him going into this Pat Stay battle because I feel like you know, if he shows some humor, uh, Pat Stay is very good at diffusing battlers with his humor, especially mm -hmm. Tay Rock. Um, but I really don't think that's going to work against Sick because of um, he he can do everything that Pat does. You know, Pat is big and brolic. So is real sick. You know, mm -hmm. Pat's mad, funny and sarcastic. So is real sick. Pat can get aggressive and wrap his ass off. So is real sick. Like on paper. This is a fucking mirror match, you know? Um, so I don't really know what's going to happen. But for me personally, it's one of my favorite battles to ever happen. You know, um, mm -hmm. it's not very often I get to watch, you know, <laughs> you know, my Padawan fight my fucking master. You feel me? Like, it's just fucking crazy. Shout out to Drake for making that happen, by the way. You're not going to pick on that. I feel it because those are, those are both your guys right there. I, I, I don't that. really know, like. I would have no problem picking, even if they were my friends. Mm -hmm. I tell my friends they're going to lose all the time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully it makes them better. But uh, mm -hmm. I'd be telling my friends they're going to lose. This one, I really 
have no idea what's going to happen. I really hope that Pat doesn't come the way he did it against K shine. Right. Um, and he, and he's really prepared for sick because sick doesn't play games and he doesn't sleep on anybody. Sick is not a joke. No, he's not. Okay. So let's, let's go to uh Gaddis first jazz, the rapper. How are you feeling about that? Oh, I mean, listen, Gaddis is a, is, is a female battle rap legend, you know, mm-hmm. she's, at the top of the totem pole when it comes to female battle rap. And I don't think, I think her slot is solidified and you're really never going to be able to take her off that pedestal. Mm -hmm. But uh, even with that being said, I have jazz, the rapper winning pretty clearly. Um, I think she is the top female battler at the moment. She's the the best and most active and yo, she'd be fucking girls up, man. Like she'd Mm -hmm. really be fucking girls up and she, I watched her in Shuffle T, which is a very random ass battle that doesn't really make much sense. And usually when you put battlers in situations like that, you don't really get too good of content because mm-hmm. yes, it's a style clash, but sometimes they're a little bit too clashy and it doesn't really mix, right? It's kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, but she was crazy in that battle. And like, I did not expect her to be so good, you know? And, and it really goes to show um, how versatile she is as an MC, and I really think that going into this battle against Gattas, that is what's gonna matter. That how much more she can do than Gattas. Right, I, I feel the same way you feel. What about um? A lot of people feel like this is even a silly question to even ask about this battle. Rum Nitty versus T Rex. Yeah, it's a pretty silly question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rum Nitty beat him already. They say Rex won the first time. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I think Rum admitted to it in the face-off. Did you see the face-off? Yeah, I mean, I think I think he could just be being nice to him, but I'm one of those guys, man, where like, you know, that original writing is what's going to make me say you won nine out of ten times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm like that too. I, I don't care if a battler says they lost. If I think they won, I still say they won. So I feel, I agree with that. I think I think like a verb T-Rex can beat Nitty. Right, right. I just don't know if that guy exists anymore. Yeah, he might. He might have retired. We got a different. We got a different person who's battling now. Yeah, for okay. sure. All right. What about Sue Surf and Calico? How you feeling? Um, man, Calico's in my top three favorite battlers of all time. Um, he's like one of the only people I could sit here and say like definitely beat Pat Stay. Um. And like at home in front of all his fans, it's a very difficult task to do. Battle Pat stay in like super white Boston, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and and beat and like beat the great white hype in front of them all, you know. Right. And like Calico did that. He's one of my favorites, man. Like, he's a wizard, yo. He's a fucking wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see Sue Surf beating Calico. Um, I know. I definitely think. A lot of fans may. This is a rematch too, right? Yeah, Calico won the first time. Oh, did he? Okay, cool. Yeah. So then, yeah, I got Calico winning again. But Surf was Calico, crazy. Calico won Surf. in New Jersey too, in Newark. Oh yeah, they battled on U Dub. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I got Calico winning, man. <laughs> but, but Surf was great against John John, and and that Surf can beat Calico. Mm-hmm. He can beat some versions of Calico. He can't beat the best Calico. To me. some versions of them yeah okay tay rock versus new jersey twerk what i feel like is going to be battle of the night 
battle of the year, battle of the decade. Like, who knows? It depends, like, how... Listen, man, like, twerk is... Twerk is the best, you know? Like, he, no one writes as well as him. Um, no one executes lines as well as him. Um, he's so left field, and he's so multifaceted, and, like, his reference game is off the chain. Like, um... I love rock. That's my dog. You know what I mean? Like one of the coolest people in the world. And not only that, like one of the greatest battle rappers of all time, mm-hmm. you know, from when he was fucking 16 in a size eight hat to right. now, you know what I'm saying? Like he's so consistent and so incredible, but I don't think I would ever put my money on anybody against New Jersey twerk, especially especially after how things have been going for him. Like I know the era of him fucking up is over, you know, it's, it's hard. I'm not going to go there, but whatever. <laughs> I, I, I think twerk is going to win. So you think, you think that, that playing with his blessings twerk is behind us now? Yeah, I think so, man. Um, fuck it. I'll say it, man. I just think it's really hard for some battlers to, take their head out of the streets for a little bit and like really focus on these blessings that they have. Cause the streets will suck you in, man. You know what I mean? Like, and it'll make itself a priority for you when it really is, you know? And I think, I think that was Twerk's biggest downfall is he really couldn't let the streets go and he couldn't prepare. And, and, and I think, I think them days is over. Um, Mm-hmm. And if any if if a call from Drake ain't gonna make you prepare at a hundred percent and and keep your head on a swivel, then I don't know what is. Yeah, that's that's tough. So I, yeah, I agree. He he definitely should come prepared. But I, I that's a tough one for me, man. I'm a big rock fan. I like I love twerk too, though. But you know, I, I gotta see it. Rock is hard to beat because we know what rock is coming to do. He's also very like original like he'll the way he words his lines is so like like a fucking alien did it like how the fuck did he think to how's a what's a perfect example um you know how an abandoned house be boarded up i'll pay my suit abandon your house be boarded up yeah any other battler could have come up with the concept of abandon your house be boarded up right Mm -hmm. like None of them would have been able to word it or deliver it the way that he did. And it's so left field and genius. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if anybody's going to be twerk, it's going to be rock, I guess. Right. Look at Calico's face when he said, you know, about antonyms and synonyms. That's <laughs> your antonym. Guess what I'm saying? Like, that's that's to your point. That's a fact. His mind yeah. is just a little bit different. So you to beat rock, you definitely have to be the best you for sure. So we're going to see what, what twerk is going to do with it, man. And now the headline, the main event, Ichigati versus Loaded Lux, man. How you feeling? Do I like, do I go to battle rapper hell if I say Loaded Lux is going to lose? I mean, I've been saying it on Twitter, so I mean, I hope not. I mean, I, I love Grey Hoodie Lux. Mm-hmm. I watched Averb and Lux um, when I was at um, 15 minutes of fame not too long ago and like man i don't know what the fuck they was talking about up there like <laughs> both of them was just up there like saying things i don't even know what the fuck they was talking about bro mm-hmm. but like 
Lux, I don't think can be Geechee, man. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, look, man, I appreciate you for coming on with me, man. This is only my second episode. I probably chop this and flip this and might put your name next to Silicon Valley. Say this tech startup, I battle. You know, this is the apple of of rapping. Some some mm-hmm. crazy. I might try to find a crazy clickbait headline for you, man. Just man, infinite me. appreciation, man. And if you ever want to have any of my artists up here, all you got to do is ask. Oh, definitely, man. If you if you got some that want to speak to a new crowd or whatever, man, just send them to me. And I, I already been hitting battle rappers up because I want them to come on and because I want it. Now we, we creating our battle rap universe, like the Marvel universe. We want people to have origin stories, whether you're a big name or a new name, everybody should have a, an origin story. And we want to get it out on here because that's important. You know, Thanks. these guys are superheroes. I, I just know how I, I felt coming up hearing Mook and Rex and Reed Dollars and all them do. So we need these, newer battle rappers to have stories like that so the young dudes can start following them you know so thanks and i think a lot of fans um you know they are fans of people that they can relate to either on like um micro things or, or bigger things right so i feel like those origin stories are very essential as far as um you know gaining up a following and letting people understand where you came from definitely man All right, I appreciate it, man. I'm going to let you go. You enjoy the rest of your evening. You too, man. Thank you. All right, appreciate it.